We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for January 14th, 2019. And today is pretty much kind of a dedicated study on a lot of the breaking situations regarding the normalization and sexualization of children. The normalization of pedo-predators. Because pedophilia means child love. There's nothing, you know, but they want to have that. That That's the banner that the pedophiles come under. The NAMBLA being a great example. The North American Man-Boy Love Association, which is what that stands for, which has been around for decades. And the fact that that organization like that has even been allowed to exist in any kind of civilized country just shows you how far things have degenerated you know i mean because obviously their agenda is preying on little children so how is it legal for something like that to exist in um, america and elsewhere well things are really ratcheting up and we're seeing the outbreak of evil like never before i've never witnessed anything like it and this is one of the biggest things I am I am seeing in your face that seems to be increasing almost by the day. And like I said before, it's almost like the Luciferians have just pushed all their chips in. Like if you're playing poker and you pushed all your chips in, they're going for broke. And seeing how much they can get away with. You've got 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide, CERN being the, the largest that I know of, that are literally creating dark matter. Dark matter, as I've said before, attracts evil. These particle colliders are also opening doorways where these devils and demons can come in. And if you've ever looked at high-level occult practices, it's one of the main things that the devils want the humans to do, the fallen angels, is to create portals or vortices that they can come in and invade our plane of existence because God has put barriers up. But if man so chooses to practice the dark arts and also I think as people commit more evil, as more abortions go on worldwide. From the statistics I've seen, 100,000 abortions per day worldwide. You always hear about the 4,000 a day American statistic. But 100,000 worldwide, and then that's not even taking into account all the birth control that are causing abortions. The pill, the patch, IUDs, all can be abortifactive in nature. I'm not saying that every single person that's on the pill, the patch, or IUDs, there's other ones too, are always participating in an abortion. But one of the methods by which they work can be abortifactive. Then you have the morning after pill. That's an abortion. So who knows what the real statistic is? You could possibly, I don't know. I mean... The other methods are far more prevalent if you think about pill patch, IUDs, morning after pill. 
aren't that, isn't that a lot more prevalent than somebody actually going down and physically getting an abortion? Who knows? How many babies are actually being sacrificed every day on the altar of convenience, to the God of convenience? Which is a kind of essentially what it is. You know, the vast, vast majority of abortions occur because, you know, the parents don't want that the burden of the baby the financial burden the work that is entailed these types of things um i'm not saying every case but i think a lot of them all of these things are allowing and that's just a couple things but i think there's some of the main things though in in god's economy i think those are uh, when, you, when you deal with children, you deal with the defilement of children, you deal with child sex trafficking, you deal with pedo, pedo predators and pedovores, the, the eating of children, the child sacrificing of children, and then you have the abortion industry, and then you have the sexualization of children and what they're teaching them in schools now. I think that those are some of gr- the ground zero levels that are allowing our world to be defiled. And that's what we're going to be exploring today. The first video is entitled, Does This Horrifying Photo Signal Society's New Normal? I'm not going to post a picture of the photo. um, But sometimes it's better that I'm doing audios. Because I I really think the Bible talks about, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. I think some things we shouldn't be looking at. I can give you kind of a description. But you don't have to set your eyes on it. You don't have to take that into your brain you know, and, um, you know, to reprove and to make manifest the unfruitful works of darkness, but to have no fellowship with them. So we got to be careful before what we're setting before eyes. And it's kind of like walking a fine line, especially as things get more wicked. But if we're not made aware of these things at the same time, then there's very little prayer going up. And and there is very little prayer going up about these issues because for the most part, I believe that in your standard corporate church, 501c3 church or whatever corporate church uh, exists across the world, these issues are not being addressed because they're not palatable and um, they would lose parishioners and and, um, particular 501c3, you got to be careful what you say or you may lose your 501c3 status and not get subsidies from the government and then your tithes are going to go down and um, you're going to lose members. So a lot, most of the churches out there want to keep it nice and lukewarm so that they're not offending anybody and they don't have to worry about losing their corporate status and they can stay yoked up with the government when there's no Bible for any of that at all. You know, anything with two heads is a monster, but um, you want to know more about that, just key in 501c3 at contendingfortruth.com and have done tons of studies on that subject. Anyway, let's go ahead and roll this first video here. And I got a lot to cover today, so we'll see how far we can get. I hate doing these videos. I despise even having the knowledge that something like this exists. And when you have kids of your own, Little human beings who look up to you and trust you to direct them in the right path, it makes having to deal with this subject matter all the more surreal and heartbreaking. And Frank, well, and what it's showing in the background is um, uh, these parents that are, and this is this is becoming more and more prevalent. 
parents and they're typically white parents that are doing this are pimping their little boys out they've encouraged them to be drag queens at an early age this is now we're seeing more and more of this and we're going to look at a couple of these and um they're showing these parents like one of them the mom's putting on the makeup i don't know if which child this one is if this is I don't know. It's one of the one of the little boys that they're doing this with, where they're literally going into gay clubs and they're literally pole dancing and and literally having gay men throw and they're literally drugged out of their mind. Sorry, I had a patient their day say that, or a uh, listener say that I use the word literally too much. Sorry, but I guess I say that so you understand I'm not kidding about this. That this is happening. So I apologize about that. But anyway, um, they're showing like this couple being interviewed with their um, their little boy dressed up like a grown woman drag queen. Fingernail polish, you know, the full makeup, the the everything, the dresses, the the whole nine yards, just totally. And this is becoming glorified. They've had this one drag queen kid on, I believe it was Good Morning America. And everybody comes in and he comes out like um, a total, I think it was, that's the amazing Desmond, they call him. And everybody's clapping. And the whole, the whole audience, I, I don't know whether they're all just demon-possessed maggots. But they're all clapping and thinking it's the most wonderful thing in the world. And the hosts are coming out and giving him hugs and he's acting like this flamboyant whorish woman that comes out and in you know all these provocative poses wearing dresses and looking like a, a, a little woman essentially it's just it defies the imagination what is becoming the new normal now and all i can say is you know, to try to educate others and to pray against this. And this is why I've went over a lot to these prayer lists that I'm posting now with all of my audios that I'm putting out. Any Anytime I put an audio up on contendingfortruth.com, you can just go to my most recent audio and look. You can get on my email list, which I, I highly advise. I have, you know, a couple ones that's all free. Um, and... You can go up there and all the PDFs I put out for free are will have the prayer list at the very, very top, right at right after the table of contents. And also, if you're on my email list, I put out the prayer list with the email that I send out to inform you there's a new teaching. Uh, prayer, fasting, um, over this in these issues there's so many issues that are interrelated though because you know you could say well this is an isolated issue yeah but what about cern and the thirty thousand particle colliders that are literally creating dark matter which is so evil like a gram of this stuff if you were around it i mean it will it will drive people absolutely literally insane just the presence of it this is something they can actually create i've got into this before just getting dark matter in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com to, to see on the studies I've talked about this stuff and then the portals that they create and then all the mass witchcraft going on and then as more mass witchcraft and as more wickedness and evil and as more abortions go on and as more 
all of these things go on, it further gives ground to the demons, the devils, the fallen angels to influence more people and to work more wickedness. The, the, the ground becomes more cursed. And this is why I did the study last week about the anointing oil in an effort that the body of Christ, there's something you can make in your own home. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later because I've got, I've got a lot of good feedback this week on people already starting to make this. Sending me pictures of what they're doing and, you know, asking me some questions about, you know, what I think, because it, again, it's, I can't say I'm the be all end all expert, but I do believe God convicted me to do this. And if you, you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, please listen to the last study where I talked about this in depth. I mean, it's amazing. But that, that is one of the tools we can use. And I don't think we've been using in order to um, take back like our own neighborhoods, our own towns. And I'm not saying the anointing oil is some like whatever, but it, it is, I do believe a tool and it's mentioned a lot in the Bible. And I do believe there's ways we can supercharge it with the word of God. It's always, it's always centered around the word of God and things that are scriptural. The things that I go over, I try to um, key in on that. So anyway, let's, let's continue with this video. ...infuriating. Parents are the guardians, the protectors of their children. And normal people don't look kindly on parents who abdicate that responsibility. In producing content for this, uh, this channel... This is so sickening. These two parents, they're in front of some... Um, nightclub and the one lady's got a like a schwa a, a swastika with a red arrow through so she's not a nazi she's a social justice warrior so that makes her good and then her sick pig maggot husband standing next to her with his gauges black gauges in his ear and his um the kind of things they put through a pig's nose where that earring that the, the the ring that goes to the pig he's got one of those and he's just literally lusting looking down on a son just you could just tell lusting him who knows how many times this kid gets molested per week this is the type of world we're living in where this is the and they pimp this kid out he's literally they literally live off them most of the parents that they're interviewing that are doing this they don't have jobs because they're literally living off these little boys they're pimping out at gay bars where you've got hundreds of gay men screaming in approval, throwing dollar bills at like the amazing Desmond or some other little gay boy, like eight years old, who literally looks like a little girl, like a grown woman in a little boy's body. It is so sickening, I can't even comprehend what is going on. It is like, oh my, it's literally turning into Sodom and Gomorrah. The problem is, this is what happens when you let the gay community go unchecked, unfettered. I'm not saying all gays are like like this, okay, to this extent, but the problem is you're always gonna have a fringe element. There's always demon possession when it comes to, to or a demon infestation when it comes to gay people. There, there has to be, okay? Most of the time they've been molested by a same-sex partner at an early age. So in that regard, they're, they tend to, um, homosexuals and and um these types of people in these movements tend to be demonically infested at an early age because they were molested by sometimes the same sex partner sometimes it's opposite sex i think a lot of times too you have generational curses where the um these demons are passed down in the generations and this is why deliverance is so important 
Um, so you have a lot of factors, outside factors, that really aren't their fault that are manifesting through them. They don't know any different. They don't understand why they have these feelings and these inclinations. And then they start to act on them um, at whatever given age. And it just always turns into a disaster. But we're literally, the Bible says, as it was in the day, well, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. But it also says, as it was in the days of Lot, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Jesus said those both those phrases. Now, you hear me talk a lot about the one because of the Nephilim and um, in Genesis 6. But the days of Lot is just as applicable. And we're really starting to see things getting on certain levels like Sodom and Gomorrah on steroids. And this is a great example of this. So let's go back to this this video here. Awareness to do my part to affect a positive change in this world. I've laid my eyes on things I never thought I'd see. Things that you hear about and kind of bury your head in the sand hoping that it doesn't really exist. And when you find and out... And you get, I mean, again, you're seeing this disgusting, creepy devil dad in the background just literally lusting over his little boy that's dressed up like a drag queen full like woman it's just incomprehensible it's so cringeworthy and creepy and inappropriate and evil and satanic and i would be very surprised if his parents weren't luciferians or satanists or, or involved in some high level of a cult um, the Bible says warned them to call evil good and good evil. That is becoming literally the norm. And it's literally becoming now the norm that if you speak against evil, you're going to be banned. You're going to be um, punished. You're going to be whatever. And we're seeing that they're going after people, coming out and speaking out against this on the internet, on every single social media platform, on YouTube. And unfortunately, it's only getting worse. And that's why I keep saying I don't know how long this ministry will, will be around or, or anything. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this on this internet kill switch a little bit later in the study. Because that plays into this heavily. It does exist. It weighs heavy on your mind and heart and you can't shake it. Until with the passing of time, the thought of its existence kind of fades. Until it comes up again. And it's come up again in the form of a 10-year-old child named Nemes Golden whose parents have encouraged him in the unsettling drag queen lifestyle. A little while ago, I did a video on my backup channel, High Impact Vlogs on Nemes and his parents, entitled, What the Hell is Going On Here? If you missed it, the link will be in the description. And please share it, because it's a powerful and pitiful look at how some parents willingly open their kids up to some heavy-duty psychological and physical dangers. Also on that backup channel, the community guidelines strike I got that still stands against me was for a video I did entitled ABC just promoted something so disgusting and disturbing you won't believe it. Or will you? The video features another so-called drag kid whose stage name is Desmond is Amazing. I spoke out against the exploitation and sexualization of this child and I got slapped with a hate speech violation. Isn't it fascinating that the crazy conspiratorial folks over here in the alternative media space are the ones who have to step forward and expose the dangers that people are immersing their children in while the mainstream media zombie horde are glorifying they're, the very... They're showing this Desmond is Amazing going on Good Morning America on ABC and, and uh, 
the the hosts of the show and all the people clapping and, and i mean they're showing this in the background as you're listening to the video it, it's just incomprehensible and again what you're seeing here increasingly is that evil the most highest level evil is being protected now and where the, the evil is being glorified protected and and anybody that speaks out against the evil is being terminated off the internet and their voices are being silenced and these types of things i just don't understand i don't know how if this continues how god's judgment can't be very very close at hand in some way shape or form and i really pray for god's judgment on this wickedness uh, um, again you can apply psalm 64 to this where God will shoot at them with an arrow and suddenly they will be wounded so that they would make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. And this is what needs to happen to these wicked pedivore devils, Luciferian Satanists that are behind all of this. Because if they prosper in wickedness, things are just going to get worse and worse and worse. Versions these kids are getting entangled in. Because of this stifling censorship atmosphere that swirls around us by snowflake perverts on the internet who don't have the ability to discern good from evil, I gotta be real careful what I say here. Because it appears that when you speak out against the disgusting lifestyles people are subjecting their kids to, you're all of a sudden branded as a promoter of hate speech. Imagine that, speaking out for the protection of kids who are being immersed in destructive lifestyles and you're the one who's spewing hate speech. But if you promote pedo perversion, somehow you're virtuous and noble and you don't get guideline strikes or terminations and you dang sure don't get demonetized. Anyway, Nemes Golden has made it in the news again. On Monday, 10-year-old Canadian Nemes Quinn Melancon Golden was featured in a troubling Huck magazine piece highlighting the life of a so-called child drag queen. This is a little kid whose drag name is Queen Lactatia. He was shot by photographer like lactation of a woman like breast milk feeding yeah very very creepy weird cringeworthy names they're giving these kids on top of everything else for jonathan frederick turton for the spread in one of the shots that did not make the magazine nemes in full drag makeup and a black dress is posing for a photo with the season seven winner of rupaul's drag race violet chachiki in the horrifying photo, this grown man who calls himself Violet is wearing nothing but a pair of heels and a small piece of fabric covering his genitals. I don't even know what to say, guys. This post is still up on Twitter. In this day and age of selective censorship and fake outrage... This is becoming more and more the normal. Grown men drag queens. And because they're gay, they can get away with this. It's socially and politically acceptable and correct because they're gay drag queens to be pictured with little boys dressed up like women every it's it's that's socially accept that's how unbelievably sick warped and perverted the world has become where that is that is normal you can't speak out against it um and you just have to shut your mouth i i won't shut my mouth over this stuff i will feature it front and center in this ministry until i can't feature it front and center in this ministry meaning until they take me offline i, I don't think there's hardly any subject i've ever shied away from um in this ministry i i hope not at least as far as what god would want me to put out there i'm not the only one obviously doing this there, there's other people it's getting so flagrant that you know 
I, I just don't see how any anybody could ignore this at this point. You can get a post taken down or an entire account banned simply for putting up certain information about the JFK assassination, questioning the moon landing, or bringing up some rock-solid facts about what really happened on 9-11, but Twitter and Facebook lets this garbage ride right. without a word. Yeah. And guys, I am not calling for censorship of any kind. The way I see it, freedom is dangerous. I just point this out because the double standards are obvious. This photographer, Turton, according to his website, is a multimedia content producer with specialisms in photography, videography, and journalism. He claims to have shot for mainstream outlets and businesses like BBC, Adidas, Dazed and Confused magazine, and the Discovery Channel. In the Surreal Huck magazine piece, which ironically bashes Daily Wire editor-in-chief Ben Shapiro for calling out parents for over-sexualizing their drag kids, Nemes mother Jessica Melancon conceded that drag has a sexual component and is unapologetic about her son wearing sexually suggestive clothing if it makes him feel beautiful. And they're just these disgusting pig parents are pimping their kids out. And now they're they're finding that almost all of these kids are autistic. They don't even they're they're basically brain damaged from the vaccines, which is a big goal of the vaccines is to brain damage kids i also believe there's a demonic component to the vaccines i mean when you culture at least 17 of them off aborted babies you know you have no idea what kind of demons are actually cursing you and going into you when you take the vaccines well then you know they're going to be have a much higher propensity to get into this type of and then you have the element the elementary schools totally brainwashing um these children all the time i mean Taylor was, she visited one of her, her friends the other day that we had met when she moved up here. And it's not even their child, but it's like her sister, I think. And she came in and she's still, I don't know, her, her sister's probably, I don't know, maybe she's in high school now or middle school. I don't know. And she comes in and she starts singing this lesbian, gay, bisexual song. And they're all, all of them are sitting around the living room because she goes to public school and they're all like freaking out because they're, they're like, you know, all of them are conservative. The, these, these friends that Taylor knew, but the other girl is, is, a, you know, marching around singing this pro lesbian bisexual. This is what they're teaching them in the public school system, you know, and, and, and they're, they're teaching them, you know, all this thing about, about we're going to be looking at that just everything you could possibly imagine about sex and about perversion and everything you can imagine is being taught in the public school and the whole lesbian gay bisexual transgender agenda that's being shoved down their throats every single day again this is all being done by design by the public school system to annihilate and defile and ruin the coming generation so that that generation will literally beg for the mark of the beast they will literally want to chop off everyone's head that don't go along with this particularly christians because all of this is is anti-christian as you can get and it's very important for satan to raise up um these generations that are as godless as they can possibly be i'm not saying they're all godless but i'm saying in general if the public schools get public school systems get a hold of them then you know they're going to turn out a very very godless person and a very perverted person because that's all they've been taught or known she said 
drag is an adult arena, and that's where people question our judgment. <laughs> you oh, don't say. Sick, sick she says, so we have to censor things. He knows there are adult aspects of drag that he's not allowed to apply oh, to his my show. Word. What the hell is she What a good about? mother. There's absolutely zero parental censorship going on here. They let their little boy pose with a naked man who calls himself Violet. What the hell's wrong with these people? Like I've always said, if people are free with their perversions in public and exhibit no shame before the eyes of everyone, what the hell's going on? One of the videos with that amazing Desmond, and I, I'm not even going to, but he's, he's pictured with these two go-guards, and one of the gay guys, they're on this couch, and they've got this picture in the back, and it says something about, like, roofies, which is that date rape drug that a lot of times the, uh, I guess, the gays use. And this kid, when they're interviewing Desmond, he's whacked out of his mind. I mean, he's on all kind of meds. He's probably on roofies. The, these kids are probably being raped um, over and over and over by these gays that are all, uh, so many of them are pedophiles or pedivores or, well, pedivores, yeah, but um, pedopredators. And obviously they're not going to admit to any of that. But these two gay guys that are on the couch with him, one of them literally had gotten sent to prison for, I think he beheaded um, one of his partners, something along those lines where he literally, I think, decapitated the guy and he got off on some kind of weird technicality. And he's literally the same guy on the couch. with that. These are the level of people that they're yoking up with these little boys and they're drugged out of their minds they're 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 80 they're um autistic most of the time so I, I would imagine that you know there's there's that excuse to heavily medicate them and, and only god knows what they're doing to these kids only god knows but again this has become the norm this has become what you can't talk against and that we just all have to sit back and, and take it you know behind closed doors and get this, she says, we would never try to overtly sexualize our child. Look, guys, oh. if putting your young boy in a dress oh, and having him devils. act in suggestive, overtly sexual ways in front of grown adults isn't over-sexualizing a child, if having your little boy pose next to a full-grown naked man who calls himself Violet isn't over-sexualizing a child, then there's no such thing as sexualizing a child. There's zero discernment here. Then she says, but if he wears something that makes him feel beautiful, what right do I have to stop him wearing that dress because it might cause people to think things they shouldn't be thinking? Woman, it's called being a protective parent uh, and making rational, wise, wholesome choices for your children. So again, here's what I say to this mother, the dad, and anyone else that would do this to their children. But who, but Matthew 18, 6, and this is basically said three different times in the Gospels in slightly different ways. But who shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, and this is Jesus Christ talking. But who shall, whoso shall offend one of, the, one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. So hell for these people is going to be at a whole other level than a lot of other people that didn't participate in these types of unbelievably horrific things. She ends by saying, it's a circular problem. No, the only circular problem is that the very people who are supposed to be protecting this kid are making excuses and putting Nemes in mental, emotional, and physical danger. 
They're setting the stage for him to be swallowed up in the vortex of a destructive lifestyle that statistically ends with a 40% higher risk of suicide, drug and alcohol abuse, and sexual abuse. In 2017, Nemes appeared on stage with popular drag queen Bianca Del Rio at a drag show his mother brought him to. The clip of the two on stage together where the drag queen repeatedly uses the B word and drops the F bomb quickly went viral. I had to mute that part because he uses the F word. Other says that video happened and everyone went crazy. They're showing the video and he's literally on in some kind of drag queen nightclub. Um, and, you know, he says you're effing adorable. And uh, this drag queen says this to this uh, little drag queen boy. I mean, this is, you know, this is the new normal. But we knew from the get-go that we never wanted to lose control or lose sight of it being fun for Nemes. Yeah, right. As long as it's fun for Nemes, we can do it. As long as it's fun and exciting and he feels beautiful, we'll put him in any situation we have to so that we can make some money. Looks to me like you never had control. You don't have control when you let your little boy be catcalled by grown men as he slinks down the stage in a gown and full makeup. According to Jessica, drag is, quote, how Nemes chooses to express himself. He's just a kid playing. I think it's obvious to normal people that kids are naturally unwise, inexperienced about the things of the world, unprepared, undisciplined, and make foolish and harmful choices in their lives. Parents are there as guides. They're there to point out the pitfalls. You should just see the joy on all these people's faces as, as he's walking down the this runway. And most of them at this one are all women, most of them. Uh, but it's just joy and, and it's just like, well, let's let's go to that Bible verse that I'm thinking of. So essentially the, the last part of Romans 1 is talking about um, homosexuals. Okay, and it talks about the progression of becoming unthankful, and then they profess themselves to wise. They became fools. The Bible says the fool has said in his heart, "There is no God." Most of these people are atheists, and then it says they change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image make like made unto corruptible man, into birds and four-footed beasts and creepy things, and that's just flat-out idolatry. And then it progresses further, where it says, "Wherefore God gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves." Um, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them unto vile affections. For even their woman did change the natural use into that which is against nature, meaning women, lesbians. And likewise, also men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another. Obviously, homosexual men, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense meaning that reward of their heir, which was meat, meat meaning fit, apt, um, like it was fit, goes on to say, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, and again, I think a lot of times that's why there so many of these people are so drugged out of their minds or, or alcoholed out of their minds or whatever they can do to escape reality because they don't want to think about God. They don't want to think about the judgment that's coming because deep down they know there's a part of them that knows that there's judgment coming. So they would rather drug themselves into oblivion 
and not have to think about that. You know, eat, drink today for tomorrow we die, that whole mindset. Um, so they don't have to do that. So, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And again, that word convenient means apt or fitting or proper. And then continuing, it says being full, filled with all, and this is, reminds me of these people cheering like this little boy who's dressed up like this drag queen on stage literally they're glorying in their shame that's another verse that that comes to mind but um being filled with all unrighteousness fornication wickedness covetousness maliciousness full of envy murder debate deceit malignity whisperers backbiters haters of god despiteful proud boasters inventors of evil things disobedient to parents without understanding covenant breakers without natural affection implacable unmerciful who knowing the judgment of god because they know deep down okay who knowing the judgment of god that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same but have pleasure in them that do them this is why the gays are so obsessed with getting other people indoctrinated and recruited into their lifestyle because it gives them like misery loves company and gives them a sense of acceptance in wow everybody all my other gay friends are doing this i feel better about myself now because i'm taking them to hell with me deep down and it gives them a sense of satisfaction knowing that you know there there's a lot of other people doing the same things that they are and when it says but have pleasure in them that do them that's what all these people just cheering these little drag queen kids on i think of that verse specifically um just absolutely incomprehensible directed and unbridled expressions and passions they're there at least in part to guide their children away from dangers and warn them about the mental, emotional, and physical perversions in this life and the perverts who are more than willing to take advantage of them. Guys, there's more I could say about this, but I'll probably end up earning another strike for speaking out against child abuse and endangerment. Leave your thoughts about this for the world and the Google Thought Police. Okay, so, you know, he's, I'm sure, constantly in fear of being kicked off of it really honestly it's a big reason i never went on youtube because i knew this day was coming i knew it was coming i have had a lot of people repost my teachings on youtube but um i never did it because it was a whole other level also of work that i'd have to put in which would be very very out of gigantic another level of, of work that i just don't have time for um, but I knew this day was coming and again, it's a big reason I really never got up on social media because I knew that all of those platforms are data mining they're they're you know monitoring you and they're they're gonna be they're gonna kick everyone off that's not politically correct because they were created by wicked evil people that have a wicked evil agenda and eventually the way they want to have it is that nothing but wickedness and evil will be promoted and protected and anything that's righteous will be um, kicked off the internet so you're only going to have one um perspective and that's evil that's where we're quickly quickly approaching like at a breakneck speed okay so here's another video that just came out today it's called 12 perversions they warned us what is coming drag queen prepubescent children is just the beginning 
if humanity doesn't stand up and strike these demons down, this is what is coming. And so, um, we'll go ahead and play this video here. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here with a very important update. And stay tuned, lots more to come this week, including an important update about autism and the now confirmed link between vaccines and autism. But first tonight, I want to bring this epic bill to your attention, H.R. 25, sponsored by Representative Rob Woodall on January 3rd, 2019. And thanks to a loyal SGT Report reader for bringing this one to my attention. H.R. 25, to promote freedom, fairness, and economic opportunity by repealing the income tax and other taxes, abolishing the IRS, and enacting a national sales tax to be administered primarily by the states. The bill has 20. This is what I've always advocated for. I have said this before. You've heard me say that he'll say it again. Not one dime of what you pay into the IRS goes to run in this country. Not one dime. That was determined all the way back by the Grace Commission. The Ronald Reagan um, sanctioned to basically audit the government. And they determined that not one dime of what you pay into the IRS goes to running this country. But it's solely absorbed by the interest on the federal debt that basically all of this was created when we had the federal reserve system back in 1913 by woodrow wilson that basically started getting us off any kind of gold and silver standard and putting us into massive debt and treating all of us like slave chattel and um, that's a big complicated talk in process but understand the irs is is nothing but a just gigantic arm of the luciferian satanic new world order and you are literally funding your own destruction. Every dime that goes into it, you're funding your own destruction. It doesn't go to keeping our roads good or whatever. That's gas taxes. It doesn't go to any kind of run in this country. It's literally going straight into the hands of the wicked, evil bankers and via the International Monetary Fund, which essentially owns the Internal Revenue Service. And there's that's all public record. I've, I've put that out before. So, um, you know... This is this is an awesome thing they're proposing. I've been seeing more and more about it. Uh, something that you might want to add to your prayer list. Seven co-sponsors, and shocker, not one of them is a Democrat. Imagine and friends, that. as my pal Jim at Northwest. Not to Liberty say that all Republicans are perfect. Earlier this week, with former IRS agent and whistleblower Joe Bannister, zero percent of your tax dollars goes to fund the federal government. Amen. It's all a Federal Reserve central banking scam with the IRS being the collection arm of the Rothschild mm -hmm. cartel That's right. banking system. Yep. So call your... Via the International Monetary Fund. The Federal Reserve is all part of this. And um, it's all it's all one big, corrupt, evil, wicked, sick, twisted system. And the Federal Reserve prints money out of thin air, which is fiat currency, meaning fake. And it's these are all unjust scales and balances, which is what we're dealing with. When you print money out of thin air and there's nothing back in it, that is an unjust scale and balance. And if you go to Proverbs and you talk and you look at how God feels about unjust scales and balances, and that's just having like, like back in biblical times, that's like having a weight that maybe is either light or heavy depending on how you're going to benefit monetarily. That's like having an unjust weight. Like it's not, like it says 10 pounds, but it's actually like 9.5, okay? God abhors that. How must he feel about a, a system that literally prints money out of thin air with nothing backing it? That's beyond an unjust scale 
weight and balance. And I've done, you know, quite a few studies on this as well. Congress critter about HR 25 this week and order them to do the right thing. Okay, now for the main event. Recall Desmond, who I mentioned in my recent microdoc, This Is Why the Great Awakening Terrifies Them. I stumbled on this video from He CS Us All, which stands for He Can Save Us All, who made the video, Is Desmond Is Amazing Being Drugged? I'll link it below so you can watch it. But she oh, he's totally whacked out of his mind. Whacked out of his mind. Very salient point at 12.33 into her video. They're showing pictures of this Desmond. And one of them, he's going down the runway and he's literally dressed like a fallen angel. He's dressed all in black. It looks like he's got horns. His eyes are blacked out. He's got black wings in a black jacket. I mean, they're trying to portray this kid as, in black lipstick is the most evil, wicked thing they can portray him as. That's one of his personas, evidently. I mean, this is... I mean... You can't even comprehend this stuff anymore. It's so, I don't even know, like, as far as what to report on on a week-to-week basis, I, it's like I just kind of wait on God and rely on, okay, God, what do you, Lord, what do you want me to do this week? Because there's so many things I could go into, but I can't go into them all. And so I have to kind of just kind of see where God leads me. And that's almost every single time now when I'm posting a teaching that's what I'm doing. I'm just basically like praying and praying and waiting on God and seeing what if there's a if there's something that um, is very very obvious and comes to the fore. And for this week, this is what was really really, um, I was really really convicted about giving this information out. Point I have made many times before as well. In the end, it would be as in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, right? So it was put on my soul that. If the innocence is stolen from the children, there is nothing left to save. So that is the goal and the point of the elite and the occultists when they try to make our children seem like adults. Um, you know, dressing our young girls up like adults, having them twerk and dance around and do all these different things. I know you guys must have seen different videos where children are doing just things they shouldn't be doing. If the innocence is taken from the children, there is nothing left to save as in the days of Noah. Friends, it won't shock you to learn that our friend Brian over at High Impact Flicks and High Impact Blogs did a video not long ago titled ABC Just Promoted Something So Disgusting and Disturbing You oh, Won't... Here's that video of the Desmond that I told you about where he's got the one guy that murdered his... Um, I, he, he murdered one of these... They're called club kids. Yeah, that's what he... He murdered one of the club kids. I think he cut off his head. And I don't know how he got out of jail, but he got out of jail and now he's with, with Desmond here. So that's probably where this kid's going to end up if, if God doesn't intervene. And there's this other um, pedivore probably next to him. And they're in there. They've got this picture in the back. And it had some, I think it says something about roofies on it, which is that like the date rape drug that I think is very popular among the uh, homosexual drag queen. They've got all these drugs that they do um in the gay community to basically i don't even want to get into it but enhance whatever they're trying to do on a sexual level essentially and to escape reality because they know what they're doing is so abominable to god that it's like they have to get into even even the gay people have to a lot of times get into an altered state of mind just like occultists have to do that in order to go and sacrifice a baby and eat it most of the time they're they're whacked out on drugs because 
they need that that help to get to that state where the demons can fully take over and possess them that's why they use the pharmakia or the drugs which was where we get the root word for sorcery the pharmakia pharmaceuticals they have to have that in order to get to that state even though they're wicked and evil they still need that extra level to get them over that that hill it was about the exploitation and sexualization of desmond well guess what not only was Brian's truthful Christian viewpoint on this exploited child demonetized, it was given a YouTube community guidelines strike for, get this, violating YouTube's policy on hate speech. Welcome to Orwellian New World Order EU-style Big Brother hell, friends. A place and time where even defending an 11-year-old prepubescent boy is labeled an act of hate. The spiritual war in which we are engaged is every bit as real as the global great awakening and the rebellion against these new world order globalist ideologies. And remember, friends, as Tom DeLay warned, this is just the beginning. Cross-dressing preteen boys being celebrated by the mainstream media. Jasmine, you're one of the youngest and first drag. He's on Good Morning America. That's how you start out the day. Cup of coffee and Good Morning America. Desmond is amazing. He's got this gigantic thing in the background and he's literally he had just come out and done all of his little twirls and all these provocative stripper like things and he had got you know and now they're interviewing him on this casting chair these two um good morning america um co-hosts here it, it's unbelievable queen slash kids and i is just the beginning the powers that ought not be also doubles. want to mainstream 12 perversions, including bestiality and pedophilia. Thomas, I just want to get this straight. So you, you, you are aware of a Justice Department memo where, that says there will be an effort to, to legitimize or legalize bestiality, uh, pedophilia, and as you put it, perversions? That's correct. And I think this is why the testimony of my friend Dr. B has resonated with tens of thousands. And I just put that video out at the start of my last newsletter. Um, Dr. B, a uh, pathologist, a doctor, that somebody that she recently got saved not too long ago. And she's come out now and she was responsible for uh, all the abortions that were occurring, I think, in this hospital she was at. Because sometimes abortions do occur in hospitals. She was the one that was responsible for... She'd get a bucket full of aborted babies. They were all... It's almost... I think they were mixed together. Because they, they were... You know... Because, the, you know, they tear the body parts out. Depending on what level and what kind of abortion they're doing. And she was the one that was responsible for... Uh, I don't know. If it was cataloging or... Um, I, I, I don't know. But she was the pathologist in charge of that whole process and so she saw something that most of the other doctors had no idea and it it started to really super affecting her um on a deep spiritual level and i think that's you know why she's done what she's doing but it's it's um under sgt report if you haven't seen it it's dr b it's one of the the, the main videos he's got up there right now and it's about 50 minutes really really good interview by her I mean, amazing what she what she sees firsthand in the medical industry, and how it's so evil and so satanic. And this is just one aspect of how wicked, evil, and satanic it is. People, once you wake up and do the research for yourself, it becomes very clear that the new world order agenda is very much anti-family, 
and overtly satanic in nature. That's when the DNC emails and the Podesta emails came out. I read those emails. I read the code words they used. I read what spirit cooking was. I researched it. I researched what these terms were. I researched who who's this mullet guy? Why are they sacrificing chickens to mullet? What is this? Um, and I realized that there was a child trafficking element that was involved in our government and that was exposed in these emails. I realized what spirit cooking was, that it was a Luciferian ritual. I realized that they're openly bragging about sacrificing to Moloch and I lost it. And she realized that's what she was participating in by cataloging these babies, basically, is they're viewing all these sacrifices. To It, it depends. Moloch, Chemosh, Artemis, Lilith, these are all deities that you can find in the Bible, biblical, Old Testament, that literally they're still sacrificing to today. Most of the time when you have abortion clinics, they're owned by high-level occultists that view, not only are they making bank off the subsidies they're getting from Planned Parenthood and the actual money they're generating off the abortions, but they're also gaining more power by all the sacrifices that are occurring in the clinic that they're at because that's how you gain power in occult ceremonies is in the pure sacrifices is a uh, a baby so there's all of these satanic benefits that they're getting by killing these children in the womb and she's seeing this firsthand and then she gets into the podesta emails and the spirit cooking and the pizza gate and all that other stuff and she's seeing how it relates to what she was seeing with her job as a pathologist having to catalog these babies all of this leads me back to something I've wanted to revisit for a while now. And when I first saw it, about a year ago, I could hardly believe it. But now, knowing how those who victimized children like to flaunt it, and knowing that Andrew Breitbart called John Podesta a world-class, underage, sex slave op, cover-upper, defending unspeakable dregs, way back in 2011, it all makes sense. Recall well, and they killed Breitbart for that. He was dead within a matter of time. You know, just like when, um, well, there, there's many examples of that where, where a high-level person will say something about a high-level politician or even a celebrity. They let their tongue slip and um, they're dead within a month, okay? My interview with Ella Draper, the mother of Gabriel and Elisa, and recall the heart-wrenching testimony of those little children who claimed that their father, Ricky Dearman, was the ringleader of a satanic cult that victimized the children in ways that included rape, sodomy, and worse. And by the way, the independent medical research obtained by Ella Draper by experts supported the children's claims of that sodomy. First time when we okay, ever now I did a whole study on this. This is going back, uh, I don't know, two, three, four years at this point. I played this same audio clip in fact i played the whole thing and they're interviewing these precious little kids and they're basically just matter of fact telling you what happened in all these satanic sacrifices and sex rituals they were in they were being sexually abused raped they were forced to participate in um all of this child sacrifice Shoot, you're gonna hear it right out of her own mouth again i'm gonna, I'm gonna play this clip and i mean this is just you know standard operating procedure now for for um what's coming out and becoming more and more mainstream um, and this pedophile, this, this pedivore movement and this, this whole drag queen movement is really, really, I think at the, at the Zenith spear tip of this, trying to make, bring this out 
into the public where it's like, oh, it's politically incorrect to say anything against this because they're gay. So I have to just shut my mouth and call it cute and wonderful. But this is where it all ends up. Child sacrifice, human sacrifice. It's where it all ends up. Done it, your father. The first time when we were little, done it, we had feared so much. When you did what? When you killed the baby, first time. I you killed the babies. Yes. You with, yourself. With Papa. Papa Bob. holding my hand. He helped me. So Papa held my hand when I killed the baby. Father made me hold the knife, and then he held their hands multiple times to force them to kill babies. He would have them. He would hold their little. She would hold her little hand and have. Papa, okay, and saw off the baby's head and while he was holding her hands. That way she could um, sacrifice the baby and feel what that was like. And this is what they were going through literally like on a weekly basis sometimes, depending on how many occult ceremonies that they were having. But he told me to cut the baby's head off, but he forced me to. And there's literally, they're showing a mural on a building in Brussels right now in 2017 where there's a guy, and this is a gigantic mural. I mean, like, like I don't even, huge mural on the side of a building where uh looks like a little boy is being held down by a adult male, and he's got a knife in his right hand, his left hand's holding down the boy, and he's getting ready to cut off his head. And this is on a mural in, in Brussels, you know, and, and again, it's, I really believe it's more advanced on a lot of levels um, in certain areas of the UK than it is here. I mean, they're doing stuff over there that I think they're further along in their satanic agenda. They're a little more, they're a little more out in the open with it. It's getting that way here, but this is how blatant they're getting over there. He held your hand? He hold my hand, yes. Like what? Show me. So this is my hand on the knife. He put his big new hand on, and he, and he pushed my hand and then cut off the head, like that. So she's showing exactly how he held her hand while she was cutting off that. You're, you're, I'm watching the little girl. She's just, she's an adorable little thing. And I mean, but she's so matter of fact about it because that's all she's really ever known. Can you imagine the, how damaged she is on a spiritual level? I can't even possibly imagine what this little poor little thing and her brother have been exposed to but for them it's all they've known so they're very matter of fact about it and then when we got older we got you more used to it well thanks to the mainstream media in the uk which demonized mother ella draper as an insane liar while propping so up the mother wasn't for but she knew it was going on because the kids were telling her so they demonized her and they basically, um, that was the reward she got. And then they basically propped up the husband and made him into some kind of false accused type of hero. And like these kids are making this stuff up. I mean, you hear their stories, it goes on and on and they're both the kids are saying the exact same stuff over and over again. Their stories aren't changing and they're little kids. They're not capable of being like these maniacal liars on some other level. No, they're extremely matter of fact. And it's not like they're trying to do this so they can get a book deal. You know, they're just being... So the report starts out by saying, I never thought I would see this day. I was truly not prepared for it. Little did we know he is doing just dandy and his children are with him. So they're, they're, they're propping this guy up and, and, they're, and they're, they're making him just look like, you know, he's Superman. He's a super dad. He's just been falsely accused and none of this ever happened. And this is so prevalent over there. So prevalent. And, um... This was their, their form of damage control after like this information came out after I did my teaching, hadn't heard a lot about it until now. And, and this is where, where 
this ended because they're always going to have their form of damage control. While Ella had to flee the UK for her own safety. Meet Richard Ford. Evidently, he lives in Los Angeles with his two children. And in 2017, he was awarded an eBay Business Award for his vitamin supplement business, supposedly. You've just won uh, eBay's 2017 Business Award winners. And there's this, there's this kind of moment of silence for two or three seconds, and the, the screaming is, is magical. If you are familiar with the story of the Hampstead cover-up and Ricky Dearman versus Ella Draper, then you will immediately recognize that the man calling himself Richard Ford very, very closely resembles Ricky Dearman. Yep. They said, um, I, uh... So they're going back and they're interviewing this Ricky Dearman, this, this guy that was sawing off the heads of little babies and holding his daughter's hand while he was doing it and he's at he's at getting all teary-eyed and saying he's been falsely accused in this video here and um this is their damage control again if you look at the mainstream media anybody that they're propping up anybody they only honor their own okay and this is why i have to be so like cautious about like tv evangelists and people like billy graham when they're honoring him and doing all the stuff because the Bible says that which is highly esteemed among men. Jesus Christ said that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. So anytime you have anybody being highly esteemed in the mainstream media, well, then you better take a really good hard look at them. And this guy was acting like, oh, he was just falsely accused and this never happened and these kids were just liars and they were just brainwashed and the mother's evil. And it's like, why? They, they weren't trying to get rich off this. They were just trying to get out. They were just trying to expose what was going on. This is the same devil that just got this award from eBay and he's got he's got his kids with him and they're with him. The same two kids are with him now and they're on stage with him. This is years later. I'm the leader of a satanic uh, satanic sex cult uh, pedophile ring and there's 100 plus uh, This was the damage control they were doing on in uh, the UK media to try to gloss this over and say that the mom and the kids were just liars involvement in this including cathcast the police uh social services uh school um uh, and, oh, and all of them were involved with it. the police social services the school they went to the, and the kids were telling them when they when you hear the full interview they're telling them how the school did all of this and how they were i mean and they, and they were just saying very matter-of-factly and every time you would quiz them the, the little kids they would say the same exact thing that is not the mark of a liar when when you have a little child who can absolutely 100 spot on repeat exactly what they were saying about this elaborate complex thing that they were doing where they were sacrificing children and going to these occult meetings and participating in human sacrifice and in being sexually abused that was a huge part of it the children being sexually abused i mean they were describing anatomy things about like the people that were molesting them and things like birthmarks and moles and stuff like that on specific people you're telling me these kids are making all this stuff up and this was the damage control that they came out with in order to mitigate the damage the children had done and the mother had done by letting this information come out i'm the leader of this and, and the children in that business and here here's a picture of him with the same children on stage i don't know how many years later um and he's getting this award award winner ebay spot appear to very very closely resemble 
Gabriel, and Elisa. Think about that for just a moment. The world's largest online auction. Okay, we're having technical difficulties. I'm going to stop this and um, I'm going to try to get this reset. Okay, sorry. I, I think that they're trying on a lot of these videos. This is the second time this happened to me today where I had to just clear my history, shut everything down. There's a program you can get for free online. It's called CC Cleaner that you can really do a deep cleaning. Had to run that because these videos that are like this, they're doing all kind of stuff to make sure that there's all glitches and you can't hear them and you can't get access to them. I don't know how long we'll have access to these types of videos anymore are much longer um but you know i'm gonna keep going into as long as we can keep going here so let's get back to this the world's largest online auction site just managed to find and give an award to richard ford who is actually ricky dearman an online auction site featuring him and his children consider the symbolic nature of this spot 250 sold for 250,000. Ask yourself if Ricky Dearman was just a falsely persecuted victim of false allegations, why would he change his name at all? Right. And worse, if his children were involved in a horrific lie invented by their own mother, why on earth would the loving father parade them around like props in an eBay spot when the most valuable thing he could give his children is their privacy? and time to heal. I think there is something far more sinister in play here, friends. Don't think for one minute that the casting of Ricky Dearman, AKA Richard Ford, was merely an oversight or a mistake. It seems to me it is far more likely that this spot was a message. Yeah, in other words, we're going to promote the perverts, we're gonna glorify them, we're gonna protect them, and we're gonna put it right in your face. That's, that's the message. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and end part one there, and we will go to part two next. God bless you. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.